It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Support for this podcast comes from State Farm, here with good news and even better news. The good news? State Farm has new lower car insurance rates. The even better news? That means you can now get the service and convenience of a local State Farm agent at surprisingly great rates. State Farm can help you save more cash and get the good neighbor service you deserve. Just talk to your local State Farm agent or visit statefarm.com to find out how much you can save on your car insurance. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Warriors, your daily podcast on all things Warriors, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Wes Goldberg, Warriors beat reporter for the Mercury News, and joining me for another edition of Target Tuesdays, where every week we break down a player that the Warriors could get this offseason, is the San Francisco Chronicles beat reporter, Connor Letourneau. Connor, thanks so much for uh, coming on. This is I wanted you to be on this show because it's specifically a topic that you and I have discussed um, definitely privately. I'm not sure if we've discussed it on a podcast at length, but the idea of the Warriors signing Marcus Saul or Serge Ibaka, one of the two Toronto Raptors centers who helped lead them to a championship over the Warriors a year ago. Uh, but if the Raptors do look to rebuild this summer, which they might if they, if they do end up losing to Boston here in the semifinals, both Gasol and Ibaka are free agents. Both could be available. And honestly, I think both are a pretty good fit for the Warriors. Let's talk about Marcus Gasol first, because to me that's the more interesting of, of the two. Um, what do you think about Gasol's potential fit uh, for the Warriors if they were to try to go get him as a free agent? I absolutely love it. Um, I think he should be option A for them. Um, I think he fits their system really well. Um, he's a great passer. And I think one thing that people overlook a lot of times when they're talking about the Warriors is a lot of people are saying, especially with this draft, they're saying, Oh, they should draft James Wiseman because they, they need, you know, they need a scoring big man. Well, the Warriors have never really wanted or needed a 20 and 10 type guy at that center position. What they really want from that center position is they want someone who can be an offensive fulcrum. And by that, I mean someone that they can kind of run the offense through who can be a hub who can, you know, post up on the low block and read defenses and kick out to open shooters. You know, David West was really good at that. Zaza Pachulia actually was really strong at that as well. And they've kind of had that void there. I didn't. I don't think last season they they had anyone to really fill that role. And I think uh, Marcus Soule would be a phenomenal option to fill that role um, as kind of a floor spacing big man. And look, he's. He, I don't think he's the defender that he was when he won Defensive Player of the Year, um, but he is still very much an above-average defensive player in the NBA, and I think that would be really important for a team that struggled on that side of the floor last season. Yeah, defensively, I have a little bit more concern with Gasol. He's getting up there in age. I'm watching him in these playoffs, and he just looks old. He looks slow. But he's playing a huge role for Toronto right now. So you could make the argument that if he were signed with the Warriors and he reduced his minutes um, and and let him kind of get into that next phase of his career, that you know he might be able to you know exert a little bit more energy on the defensive end and not have to be used as often um, as he is and not be asked to do as much as he is right now with the Raptors. But 
Um, offensively, I think it's a perfect fit for all those reasons that you said. I mean, this is a guy who the Raptors traded for at the trade deadline last year because of his ability to stabilize and, and create offense, right? And, and that ability to have a seven-footer in the middle of the floor uh, be able to, you know, see over the defense and read and react and just make the smart play over and over again, uh, you can't you can't really replace that, especially for the Warriors, and you've sort of and you've relied on that sort of player. You mentioned David West, Azabatulia, guys like Andrew Bogut. This is something that Steve Kerr really values, and it's it's sort of hard to come by, right? A playmaking five that way, and that's what made Gasol so valuable for so much of his career, and why I think he would be a good fit with the Warriors. You just there's not that many options for centers who can who can pass and play make and make the smart decisions the way he does. Yeah, no, and um, the question, I think the biggest question is just can they get him? I don't think there should be any question that the Warriors should want him. Um, it's just, is is he a guy in your mind that they could get on a mid-level? So that's really the question, and, and I go back to what I'm saying. He doesn't look that great like in, in the playoffs. He's had a bad series against Boston, and if Toronto goes down, I, I do, like you and I have talked about Marcus Hall as maybe a, a pipe dream that's an MLE because he's probably going to uh, uh, demand more in free agency. But you know, with with money not being there the way a lot of teams probably thought it was going to be there after revenue was hit, it, and, and him not looking great against Boston right now, it wouldn't shock me if all he was was a, a mid level exception type player. And if that's the case, then the Warriors, like the Warriors' path to Marcus Hall before was, hey, Mark, take a pay cut so that you can chase another title with us. Uh, but now the the pathway is, hey, Mark, you're going to be had at the mid-level exception anyway. We'll give you the full MLE. Come here and chase a title also. And and I think Marcus Saul's, you know, disappointing uh, performance right now in the postseason is actually benefiting the Warriors. And, again, I'm not all that concerned about it if you're the Warriors and all you're doing is asking to play 20 minutes a night. Like, Marquise Chris could still be your starter, right? Like, you could go, like – you can go with Marquise as your as Chris as your starter, and then bring Gasol off the bench. You may still have Kevon Looney there. You could also go out and get a, a more another floor pace, a floor spacing center if you're not convinced that Marcus Gasol could be that for you next year because that three point shot is come and gone with him. But um, either way, like you're not gonna like you can you can play him in a lesser role at the MLE. I think it would be a slam dunk uh, uh, fit. I think it, I think it, I think they could do it. I think with the MLE they could get him. Yeah, to your point, I don't I don't think the market value for him is is necessarily what some people might assume it to be. For one thing, if you just look at recent history, um, centers have been getting far less money than people might have assumed. I mean, uh, we right. thought, that, or I'll speak for myself, I thought that Kevon Looney, you know, when he was testing free agency a couple years ago, was going to get nice offers. He didn't get anything much more than the minimum, um, and you know, you're looking at a guy in Marcus Sewell who's 35 years old. He's still a helpful, productive player, but I don't see anyone sinking $10 million or something like that into a 35-year-old who's very much past his prime in a lot of ways and is not the defender he used to be. So I think I, I don't see him necessarily getting a bunch of offers that are much more than a mid-level, especially given the state of things with the pandemic and, you know, we don't know – what the salary cap's going to look like. So I think teams are going to be kind of cost conscious in free agency. So um, even if he did get like an offer or two slightly above the mid-level, I could see him um, taking 
the mid-level with the Warriors because even if it's a little bit less money, uh, because it's an opportunity to, to potentially chase another title, play major minutes in a system that fits his strengths. And I think, um, you know, I think he understands that and he's, he's going to seize, he would be willing to seize that opportunity. No, all good points. Um, there's another center for the Raptors I want to talk about. Serge Ibaka, also going to be a free agent um, this coming off season. We'll talk about that next. This is Locked on Warriors. Let's talk about Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of vehicle makes and models, it can be impossible to stock all the parts you need for your car, especially now while you might not be able to visit a traditional store. So do it easily online at rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts to customers online for 20 years. That's a long time. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything you need from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low without the markup you find at traditional chain stores. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Then write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Is there anything more craveable than the smell of McDonald's fries? If someone's hiding an order of fries, they're never hiding it well. It takes one whiff to trigger a fry craving that will only be satisfied the McDonald's way. So stand up if you would like to taste the smell of a McDonald's fry right now. Did you just stand? Because if you did, then you earned yourself a trip to the McDonald's drive through for your own steamy carton of crispy golden goodness. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, Connor, so we, we talked about Marc Gasol. You and I love that fit. The dicier fit, I think, is Serge Ibaka. And if Gasol is not available, I still think Ibaka makes sense for Golden State. Look, this is, some, this is a team that has been searching for a, a three-point uh, three shooting big man for a long time. Serge Ibaka is certainly that. But he doesn't give you the things that Gasol does in terms of playmaking and passing. He's actually pretty limited there. He's not very uh, skilled even putting the ball on the floor. Um, but he, but what, there's two things that he gives you. And that's three-pointers and blocked shots. Like, he would also give them some rim protection, which is also a thing that we know the Warriors are looking for. If they, if Gasol is off the market, what are your thoughts on Serge Ibaka as a fit for the Warriors? I like it. Um, you know, one thing that's crazy, and this blows my mind, I just double-checked Serge Ibaka's age. He's only 30 years old, which is which <laughs> is nuts, given the fact that he's been in the league since 09 um and you know it feels like he's just he you i would have guessed he was closer to 35 you know marcus soul's age but he's only 30 um and, yeah, he, and he looks very, like he's 45 I mean, he was more productive this season for toronto than marcus soul was um but like you said i just think that what the warriors really need out of that center spot is they need someone who can play make they need someone who can be that fulcrum of the offense and i don't i don't see Surge being that guy, um, I think he can be helpful, but I still think that they would have a need there that needed to be filled. So um, I think Surge is a nice backup plan, um, but I actually think that the market value for him is going to be higher than Marcus Soule for one thing because he's five years younger um, and he was more productive this year and played better in the playoffs. Um, so yeah, that's I interesting. I mean, Ibaka. 
No, Abaka, you know, even though Gasol might be the better fit for the Warriors, right? Abaka probably uh gets the bigger sal gets the bigger contract this offseason only because like you said, he's younger, been more productive, and you could see him fitting into a lot of other teams. Because most teams are just like, oh, you can you can make threes and block shots, done, sign sign me up. Where the Warriors have a very specific want from their center spot, um, but I still think it would work. Like I wrote recently about how much the Warriors need shooting out of that center position because if you look at where the Warriors are right now, even with Steph Curry and Klay Thompson coming back, and assuming that Andrew Wiggins and guys like Damian Lee off the bench. And, and, these, and Jordan Poole and Eric Paschal and Draymond Green, like you, you sort of build in how many threes those guys are going to take, and you're still not even close, really, to the league average. And without Kevin Durant, like, like the Warriors took a step back for a lot of reasons offensively last year. They're the worst-ranked offense in the league for a lot of reasons. But when even getting Steph and Clay, I don't think is going to be enough to, to turn them into an elite offense. They're going to have to really amp up how many more three-pointers they take. And, yeah, you can ask, Steph and Clay to go from, you know, 10 three-pointers a game to 12, and you could do these things, but you're really going to need an extra floor spacer on the floor, I think, and if they can get that from the center spot, I think it would be really, really uh, powerful for that offense, and I, it's one of the reasons why Steve Kerr has been searching for that. I mean, you look at guys, like, you know, they, they moved Amari Spellman to the five, in part because they wanted that, that three-point shooting at that position. They go and they do the drag and bender experiment for the same reason, um, I, I still have questions about whether Gasol can provide that at the level they need it. Uh, you know, like I said, the three-point shot tends to come and go. It's not nearly as efficient as what he shot over forty percent from three this season. I, I don't think that's True. a huge concern. No, you're right. And so I, I get, you know, I, I still trust Ibaka's three-point shot a little bit more. It's not to say I would take Ibaka over Gasol. This is more of an argument of if Gasol is not there, I think Ibaka would still provide them with a. a something that they desperately need as far as that three-point shooting is concerned. Yeah, and I completely agree with you about the the need to have a floor spacing big. Um, and I think it's interesting because Mark Marquise Chris, I think what was fascinating about his season was he ended up helping the Warriors, but he helped the Warriors in a lot of ways that weren't foreseen, weren't expected. Because, you know, early yeah. in his career when he was with Phoenix, they were trying to make him a floor spacing big. They had him parking along the perimeter and just hoisting like four or five threes a game. And we're seeing now that he's actually much better suited to be more of that, you know, getting getting the dirty work done, uh, passing out, kicking out to open shooters. He's actually a surprisingly good passer. And I think I think right. that um, the, the Warriors are going to continue to groom him and develop him into – being kind of more of that offensive fulcrum I was talking about earlier. So that could give them more flexibility if he can continue to, you know, thrive in that role, especially alongside Steph, um, who should be healthy next season, um, to to maybe have someone like a Serge Ibaka who focuses more on the three-point shot and the other things that maybe Marquise isn't uh, bringing to the table. Because at the end of the day, this is going to be a center-by-committee approach, just like it's been for the past five, six years. Right. Uh, all right. Well, we'll wrap up this conversation next. This is Locked on Warriors. Let's talk about DoorDash. Between never-ending laundry cycles and incoming emails, you've got plenty on your to-do list. Give yourself one less thing to worry about and let DoorDash take care of your next meal. DoorDash is the app that brings you the food you're craving right now, right to your door. Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with a new contactless delivery drop-off setting. 
With over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you can support your local go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, and the Cheesecake Factory. Continue supporting restaurants in your community safely. There are thousands of restaurants open for delivery on DoorDash that need your patronage now more than ever. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local restaurant, and your food will be left at your door. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code LOCKEDONNBA. That's $5 off your, your order and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the code LOCKEDONNBA. Don't forget, that's code LOCKEDONNBA for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. Let's talk about Built Bar. If you're like me, when you get hungry, you can make bad decisions. But the best way to avoid blowing your diet is to be prepared, and that's why I always have a box of Built Bars in the kitchen. Not only is this the best-tasting protein bar I've ever had, it's the most healthy, and it fills me up when I'm busy or I'm on the go. With 18 amazing flavors, including new flavors like caramel brownie, cookies and cream, and apple almond crisp, Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate and soft and easy to chew. They taste like a candy bar, but they're low-calorie and low-sugar while also being high in protein and fiber, making them perfect for any keto and other low-carb diets. So go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get $10 off your next order plus a free cooler with your purchase while supplies last. Again, that's promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. All right, Connor, we talked through Marcus Saul, we talked through Serge Ibaka. Um, I think you and I are on the same page. We prefer Gasol over Ibaka, though both of them would be nice options for the mid-level exception. The Warriors only have, though, one mid-level exception. They could go out and use, um, they could sign centers at the minimum. There are, you know, big, plotting, traditional centers available at the minimum every season. So they could go that route, and of course they could go the draft route, right? Like they ha- and, and, you know, they could also use the PPE to try to acquire a center. With all the options in mind, I know that you and I have sort of thought through all these things. Would you still prefer, given all of the other scenarios, Marcus Saul with a mid-level exception over everything else? I would. I would. And I, I think for the reasons we talked about earlier, I think it's just it's more realistic um, for, for from a money standpoint. Um, and um, yeah, I would still I would still prefer Marcus Saul just for the fact that he fills that need of being kind of a, a hub of the offense. Yeah, Jonathan Charks wrote a really great piece for The Ringer a few days ago talking about the importance and just the novelty of having a, a center who can, you know, kind of run your offense and how important that is. And you look at, like, the Yeah, Warriors I think that was Rob players. Mahoney, actually. And oh, I'm sorry, you're right, Rob Mahoney, not Charks. Yeah, you're right, Rob Mahoney. Yeah, yeah, I just want to give credit where credit's due because yeah, Rob did a – Jonathan's done a phenomenal job as well, but Rob did a really nice piece. And I – I know you retweeted it, and so I checked it out. And um, yeah, it, it 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 feels like that is like the X factor that is put, making these teams go from good playoff teams to legitimate contenders. And I think a great example of that, obviously, is Miami with Bam, right? Who who you've and, talked about a lot. Um, and so I'm not sure the Warriors are going to be able to get that guy this off season. Um, but if you can like have elements of that, you know, in a in in a a mid, you know, mid level exception type bargain deal, you know that that's helpful. Yeah, and look, if you can Gasol, if you can get just this level of Gasol for one more year, I know he's getting up there in age, but it's worth it, right? With the MLE, it's worth it. And uh, you know, you look at what the Warriors like their best player is Steph Curry, who is not. 
you know, when you lose Kevin Durant, who is basically seven feet tall, and you really don't have this guy you could shoot over the offense, and you go back to, all right, our offense in crunch time is going to be Steph Curry at six foot three or whatever you want to believe he is, uh, running off of pin downs and screens and stuff. It's going to be really helpful to have a guy like Gasol at seven feet to find Steph Curry. Like, this is, again, the reason the Raptors got him was, in the last two minutes of a game, when we need a bucket, who do we trust in the in the middle, in like planted in the paint or the high post, to to be the fulcrum of our offense and get guys involved? And they they found Marcus All available from Memphis, and they made that deal, and it ended up, I think, winning them a championship. And if you're the Warriors, you had a, a front row seat to that, and and I think you can easily, if you're Steve Kerr, picture Gasol doing the same thing, standing in the paint, uh, ball over his head, waiting for Steph Curry to come around a, a screen. And just delivering it to to him on time and on point, and just getting Steph Curry easy buckets because you and I have heard this a million times, uh, Connor. The whole point of this offense is to create as many easy uh, looks for Steph Curry and Clay Thompson as possible, and Marcus Saul helps them uh, follow through on that mission statement. So I would go with Marcus Saul over anybody else really available, even if we're talking about TPE guys and, and draft guys, because when we talk about the trade exception, the names that you and I keep hearing, at least as far as what Warriors fans like to float to us, or guys like Miles Turner, um, you know, Aaron Gordon, who could play both positions, you know, guys like that. But those guys aren't playmaking fives, right? Like or Aaron Gordon is, but he's more of a four. But Miles Turner, like, he's not going to run your offense for you. He's more of a Serge Ibaka type. Like, his best-case scenario is Serge Ibaka, which, again, decent player, but I don't know why you want to pay $18 million for that. I would rather just have Serge Ibaka at the mid-level. And then you look at the draft, and it's guys like James Wiseman who has very little ball skills, right? Like you don't like he's not a good, he's never shown the ability to be a good passer. Even if he could develop into that one day, he's 19 years old with not much basketball playing experience. And so obviously you'd rather have a guy like Gasol or even Ibaka in there who provides more experience and could be more impactful right away. Onyeka uh, Kungwu, there's there's some interesting things there, but I'm not like people like to say he's the next Bam, but I'm not sure he's exactly that as far as his ball skills are are concerned. So. If what, you, if what you're looking for as the Warriors is, from your center spot is a guy who could do that offensively and play make the way that Rob Mahoney wrote about so astutely and, and what the Warriors have needed the last half decade, Gasol's kind of it, right? I think you can look at other guys like, like Mason Plumlee who provides some of that stuff and, and all those things, but uh, even uh, like Gasol versus all the other center options, all the other MLE options, and then against all the other ways that the Warriors can acquire players, I still think that's the best option to fill the five spot. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And at the end of the day, looking at um, a potential 2020-21 center rotation of Marquise Chris, Marcus Gasol, and hopefully a healthy Kevon Looney, that's a really good center rotation. I mean, it's not going to mm-hmm. wow anyone, but I think it will do more than get the job done for a team that's trying to return to the title hunt. And I, I, I really like that rotation. Absolutely. You look at what's going on in the playoffs, too, with, like, the top centers in the league. You know, between Joel Embiid, Carl, well, not in the playoffs, I shouldn't say, but guys like Nikola Jokic, Joel Embiid, Carl uh, Anthony Towns, Anthony Davis. Like, you know, there's there's matchup issues even with that. Rudy Gobert, who you saw in the playoffs, like, is he one of the best centers in the league? No doubt. He's the best rim protector we've seen in, in you know, a generation. But he struggles to, to switch out onto the perimeter. So maybe you – I think having – you know, a, a bullpen of centers where you can kind of use the one based on the matchups. Like, if you need the high-flying athletic guy to catch lobs, go with Marquise Chris. If you need the floor general type guy with the traditional size, go with Marcus Saul. 
if you need the guy against the Houston Rockets, you know, and teams like that who could switch onto the perimeter, guys, and you know, other teams like Denver who who is emerging in the West, you can go with a healthy Kevon Looney, right? And so I think if you're a Golden State, you'd rather have guys at lower cost, at MLE contracts, minimum contracts, you know, rookie scale contracts at that like at that level. Um, and you just you know you have options and and you can be more versatile than teams that are built around maybe one center uh who you know might be good in certain matchups but not so good in other matchups uh Connor, any closing thoughts before we leave yeah i just um i think that I think that we just figure out the warriors offseason. last last week we <laughs> we figured out uh what they should do in the draft, and I think we figured out what they should do with the m l e now um, why, why, why aren't we getting hired to replace Bob Myers at this point? I mean, it's ridiculous. Well, I think it would just be a demotion for us at this point. I mean, we got dream jobs, so <laughs> yeah, I don't for know. sure. Yeah, if it doesn't go well for Bob this 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 off season, maybe they'll give us a call. Uh, remember to subscribe to new episodes of Locked On Warriors wherever you listen to podcasts. Please rate, review, and say nice things about the show. Uh, you could send your comments. And questions to me on Twitter at WC Goldberger. Email them to me at WGoldberg at BayAreaNewsGroup.com. We'll have another mailbag episode up this Friday. So get those questions in now while you can. Thanks for listening and stay safe. Hey, Bay Area sports fans. This is Ben Kaspic, host of the Locked On Giants podcast, which should be the next Locked On podcast you fire up in your feed. The MLB offseason is closing in, and I'll have you covered every day, breaking down the rumors, speculation, and transactions that'll shape next year's Giants team. Subscribe to Locked on Giants right now on your favorite podcast provider. This is Josh Lloyd, the host of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast, the number one fantasy basketball podcast in the world. If you're looking for information regarding fantasy basketball recaps of the NBA, this is the show for you. We are heading into the offseason and starting to get ready for the 2020-2021 fantasy season. We'll have all the information on what happens through the rest of the playoffs, free agency, the NBA draft, and then heading into a big 2021 season. So make sure you're checking out the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast.